Hello and welcome to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I founded Oxford Clay, an eco-conscious pottery company. So on this podcast, we're gonna be talking about all things pottery related, often with an eco-conscious twist, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's go. Welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. Um, I'm Catherine and today we're going to be talking about uh, blue, the colour blue in ceramics. Um, so how is blue made in ceramics? So um, all colours in pottery are essentially made from metal oxides and that's because um, metal oxides are one of the only substances that won't kind of like burn out at the very high temperatures that pot that pottery is fired to. So if you think about, you know, other colorants, they'll simply just burn away. Say so like, you know, colorants uh, like dyes and stuff like that. They'll just burn out because, you know, pottery is getting to, you know, up to kind of like 1,300 degrees in some cases. Um, so, so metal oxides are the way in which potters color their pottery. Um, so the colour blue is actually made by the metal um, cobalt. So um, what happens is it's made, cobalt metal, cobalt ore, is turned into um, a substance called cobalt carbonate and another substance called cobalt oxide. So it's those two things that potters use to make the blue colour. Um, and what they do is they either mix it with like a bit of water, um, and um, just like paint it onto pottery um, or they mix it into glazes um, at a kind of ratio. Cobalt's quite a strong pigment so um, it's usually done at a ratio of sort of like one two percent in, in a glaze. Um, so cobalt oxide is strong is a stronger pigment it's like a dark kind of black powder it's a stronger pigment than cobalt carbonate which is a kind of light purple pig uh, pigment when you see it as a powder. Um, and so, so both these uh, substances made from cobalt colour pottery blue. Um, and if you think about kind of like, you know, like a Denby tea set or something, that traditional kind of beautiful like cornflower blue, that is actually made with cobalt. Um, so what's the problem with cobalt? You know, loads of potters use it. Um, it's a very standard, um, you know, thing to use in pottery. Um, in fact, 8% of the world's cobalt um, that's mined from the earth actually goes into creating pigments, um, you know, for blue, basically, to make the colour blue. Um, so what's the problem with cobalt? Well, the supply chains of cobalt are um, quite tricky, the global supply chains. So um, Amnesty International has written a lot about this, the human rights organisation, um, and they've actually, they've done a report in 2016, which you can read kind of all about the cobalt industry. Um, and 80% of the world's cobalt is mined in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And um, there are two um, kind of sources of cobalt mining. 
um, feeding into the supply chain in the Democratic Republic of Congo. So the first is like commercially mined um, cobalt. Um, and then the second is um, what's called artisanally mined cobalt. And artisanally mined cobalt is essentially um, people sort of like self-employed mining cobalt by hand. And um, Amnesty International have um, done loads of research basically on the artisanal mining sector. And what they found was that um, like most people in that sector are working without any health and safety equipment. Um, there's human rights abuses. Um, loads of health problems amongst miners and they also found uh, thousands of children working in that sector. So um, the issue with cobalt in particular is that because um, both of these um, supplies of cobalt, artisanally mined cobalt and also commercially mined cobalt, they're both feeding into um, the supply chain and what happens is they're mixed at um, what's called buying houses in the Democratic Republic of Congo before being shipped abroad to um, get processed basically into kind of cobalt products, including um, you know, uh, batteries for renewable um, energy sources and also pigments. So this is the essential issue with cobalt is that you will never really be able to tell whether the cobalt you're using is from um, an artisanally mined source or commercially mined source. Um, so say for example you wanted to um, you know exclude cobalt from your um, pottery practice because because of that reason. Um, so are there any other ways of making blue in ceramics? Um, and the essential answer to that is there isn't at the moment any other way of making that very bright blue color in ceramics. Um, and this is why, you know, lots of potters will face this difficulty. They're using blue, they're using, maybe they're using, um, you know, uh, a commercial glaze, which is beautiful blue. And um, that's, you know, had cobalt added to it. So they're using it, maybe a stain as well again, that might have cobalt in. So, you know, either they're mixing up their own glaze with cobalt um, oxide or cobalt carbonate, or they're using a commercial glaze potentially with um, uh, cobalt added to it or a stain. Um, so yeah, so at the moment, there is no other way of making that bright blue color without cobalt. However, there are some other ways of adding color to pottery in more kind of like, um, eco-conscious uh, ways basically. So one way is to use plant ashes um, in your glaze, right, as a potter. So um, many plants actually take up um, minerals um, and trace metals from the soil as they grow. So I did a whole um, other episode on this actually and um, so many plants um, do produce um, like a colour when you make them into a glaze. Um, and if, you, if you're interested in learning more about that, I actually have a plant ash glazing uh, course on the Oxford Clay website. Um, and also there's loads of resources there, like plant ash glazing resources. Um, there's a book as well on um, like plant ash glazing and 60 different glaze tests of plants. So you can see like the different colors that each plant makes and stuff. And whilst none of them make a kind of blue, bright blue color, 
Um, lots of plants do make a kind of very gentle light blue color. So if you still wanted the color blue, you know, if you're a potter, you want blue, um, plant ash glazing, you know, could be like a way forward. It's not going to be as bright, but it's going to be, you know, it's still going to add like some color. Um, okay, so another way of adding color to, um, to pottery in a kind of more eco-conscious way is um, to actually make, um, that potters can actually make their own metal oxides. Um, from recycled metal. So, um, you know, there's two metals I've found that are easily available in the UK to do this, and that is copper and also um, iron. So again, there'll be like a, there's a whole episode on that as well, um, about like, you know, potters making their own metal oxides. Um, but really just to say like, it is possible to get, um, you know, like a, like a green color and also a kind of brown color from, um, making um, metal oxides from recycled metal. So yeah, so if you're a potter and you know, you're interested in finding out more about like how to make your own metal oxides, um, I've got a video course on that and it goes through how to make your own iron oxide and how to make your own um, copper oxide um, from recycled metal. So those are like the two options. Um, and yeah, so cobalt is, you know, it's, it's, an, essential, it's, it's an essential problem in pottery. Um, you know, as potters, I've actually not really heard that many potters like talking about cobalt. And it might, could be that people just don't really, you know, know the supply chains, um, you know, because it's not really talked about that much, you know. But like I said, Amnesty International have some great resources, amazing research. If you're interested in learning more about like the cobalt industry, um, you know, global supply chains of cobalt, um, yeah, I'd really recommend that. All the reports are like free on the website and you can just read them, download them. And if you're interested in learning kind of like, you know, more generally about glazing materials, you know, including cobalt, um, you know, and all other metal oxides, um, at Oxford Clay, I've uh, written a book on uh, sort of eco-conscious glazing. So it goes through all the different materials and like where they come from and you know how eco-conscious they are, how to tell if your materials that you're using are eco-conscious, you know, especially in glazing. So um, yeah, the title of that book is Eco-Conscious Pottery Glazing, Make Your Own Pottery Glazes with Minimal Harm to Humans, Animals and the Environment. And again, that's available on the Oxford Clay website. Um, yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode on making blue in ceramics and alternatives available. And I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing you next time. Bye.